Then 12 to 2-ish is indoor relaxing time, okay? It is not, they do not want children outside during this time. It is just way too hot. So the kids will do stuff like reading or coloring. I'll check in on my clients in Slack and Voxer. And I might work on like what I, what I called earlier, the 50 tasks. So things like planning or outlining podcast episodes, outlining my emails, doing admin, things that it doesn't really matter if I get interrupted because it's not like, it's not a major crunch. It's not taking 100% of my mental focus. Then between two to four-ish, I will do intentional screen time. So I want them to do some sort of creative work, a creative activity before they have screen time. Welcome to the Raising Your Business podcast. I'm your host, Yael Bendahan, founder of CEO Mom Academy, Mama 5, and lifelong reading addict. This podcast is here to empower moms to run their businesses and lives like the powerhouse CEO they are. I want you to believe that you can have the business success you desire and be present with your family and to give you my best tips and strategies for how to make that happen. I'll be sharing the honest reality of balancing motherhood and business business models that work for you, marketing with simplicity, and the mindset of CEO mom. Now, let's dive in. Hello, my friend. I am so happy to be back here this week. And actually, at the moment of this podcast being released, I am going to be away. I'm going up north with my family to the north of Israel, to the Galilee. And we're going to be away for an entire week, which is really fun. And also, let's be honest, a trip with the kids is a trip. It's not a vacation. So, like, I'm not expecting to be completely calm, but it is going to be a lot of chill time and a lot of relaxation. And I'm really, really, really excited for this. So today we're going to be talking about my summer schedule. Obviously not while I'm away on this vacation slash trip, but in general, my schedule this summer and how I'm getting work done and how to fit business work in when you're under a lot of time pressure. And honestly, any time can be a time pressure. It does not need to be summer. It could be holiday season. It could be all your kids are sick over and over and over again, which some of my clients have had in the past year. So this could be for any time that you feel like you're under a lot of time pressure. And my goal is for you to walk away with a plan to get work done during busier times and also to know what your minimum vital activities are in your business so it can keep going and you can't devote as much time for it. And If you feel like your business can't spare you for a week or you won't make any money, I've got something exciting for you coming up. I've opened applications for my Momentum Mastermind in Q4. It includes an in-person retreat in November, and we're going to be building a plan to use your Black Friday sale as a way to propel you into the next year with booked and banked income, along with a leveraged income stream so you have more breathing room and less stress. And like I mentioned, when this goes live, I'm going to be on vacation with my family in the north of Israel. But I wanted to share what my basic summer schedule looks like as a family of seven. My kids don't have camp this year. My oldest son is currently away in London with his grandparents till the middle of August. So I now have my almost 12-year-old, my nine-year-old, my seven-year-old, and my three-year-old daughter home with me. And before I talk about our schedule, I want to just quickly touch on a concept that I learned from my coach, Julie, that has absolutely changed my life. And that is the 150-10 theory. So the 150-10 theory or rule is based on how much mental focus or brain power a task takes. And so this is how I decide what to do at which point in the day. So 100 tasks means it requires full brain power, 50 tasks means it requires some brain power, and 10 tasks means it requires very little mental focus, okay? So some examples of 100 tasks are things like writing sales copy, strategizing a launch, creating a content plan, writing content or emails doing taxes, big picture thinking, planning your week, presenting a webinar, recording videos or recording podcasts like I'm doing right now, having an important conversation with your partner. All these are 100 tasks. They require your full mental focus. 
50 tasks can be things like foxing with clients, grocery shopping, because those require a little bit of thinking. You're always thinking on the fly when you're grocery shopping. I don't know about you, but I definitely do, even when I have a list. Supervising homework for your kids, outlining content once it's planned. I actually like to do planning with 100% mental focus because when I'm planning my content or at least like my overall content for the next week or month or whatever, I need to be able to think like strategically and like big picture. I'm always thinking about how one thing flows into the next. I'm not. But once I know what my content's going to be, I know what emails I'm writing that month, I can now add outlines. I can now add bullets to those emails so that when I do sit down to write the email, it will take me a lot faster. Things like researching content topics, engaging in social media, researching trending audios on Reels or TikToks. I do this all the time. DMing and having conversations with prospects, having conversations with your kids. And that could be 100 or 50, depending on how serious the conversation is. Chatting with your partner about nothing in particular. Listening to a training or a podcast, that requires some mental focus, but not a lot. Not all of it. And 10 tasks are things that require little to none of your mental focus. These are things like exercising, unless you're learning a new dance routine, in which case maybe it's a 50. Showering, taking a walk, washing dishes, doing laundry, scrolling social media, scheduling social media, things like that. So categorizing your daily activities, business and otherwise, into these types of tasks will really, really, really make a difference in figuring out your summer work schedule and honestly your CEO mom schedule for the rest of the year too. Okay, so let's talk about our schedule. So a few caveats, and I may have mentioned this before in previous podcasts, and I may not. So I'm going to just put this out there, what I have at hand, what resources I have available, and, and what I don't. So first of all, I am not a morning person. I am not getting up early if I do not have to. I, no, not happening. So that is why our morning routine is very like, I call it our lazy morning routine because it goes until about 10 a.m. And I'm okay with that. It's the summer. I want to chill. And I want to enjoy these last few weeks of being able to just cuddle with my daughter before I have to leave early to take her out to daycare because she is no longer going to be in preschool in my building. She is going to be somewhere outside of my building, which is going to make my life that much more challenging in the morning. Although I am actually glad that I'm going to have a walk built into my morning routine. I'm not too upset about that. Secondly, I do have kids who can do things around the house like dishes, they can clean up, they can do babysitting. So I don't have all little children, which I did for a long time. I had four kids, pretty much like little stair steps, two years apart. And I did that too. And I would say that each stage has its pros and cons. Each stage has its challenges and highlights. And the stuff that wasn't an issue before could be an issue now and vice versa. So if you are currently going through a season of lots of little children and you're like, I just cannot do anything at all ever, it is okay. I promise you it is going to pass. And you're going to look back really, really fondly at those days when everyone went to bed by 7.30 and, and you could basically make them do essentially whatever you wanted them to do. Okay. So yes, I have older children, my 12-year-old, my all my kids, all my boys fold and put away their own laundry. My oldest three can all wash dishes. We do not have a dishwasher. We Kids can clean up. I let my two, my three oldest sons watch my daughter in the park. So I do have some level of backup. I'm not taking care of all the kids just completely on my own. Although, okay, I technically am. But I don't have a toddler like all by myself that I have to entertain all the time, except for this week or until this week. I also do have a virtual assistant. So I can have stuff being like getting done while I'm doing other things or not working. So I am putting that out there. And if you do not have a virtual assistant yet and you're still early on in your business, 
it will come. And I definitely recommend even just starting with a few hours a month and getting used to the art of delegation, even if you are still only making a few thousand dollars a month, because it will make such a difference to learn how to delegate in small ways before you suddenly feel way too overwhelmed and have to delegate in big ways, have to outsource all kinds of things. I wish I had done this. I wish I'd hired a virtual assistant before. And I definitely have learned a lot about delegation and communication along the way. So if you do not have a virtual assistant yet and you feel like you're doing a lot of repetitive tasks and a lot of admin, number one, I recommend probably putting in some systems into your business because you're probably doing a lot of the same things over and over again that can be automated. And number two, potentially hiring an assistant to take things off your plate, even if it's just for a couple hours a week. It can make such a huge difference for you and give you back so much of your time. Another thing is that my husband is working a lot. Okay, he always works a lot. This is not new, but he's especially working like harder in August because we are taking this week off and we also are flying at the end of the summer, August 23rd-ish, I think August 23rd, we're flying to London for a long weekend for my nephew's bar mitzvah. He's taking a lot of time off, so he wants to really make up his, his shifts. He's a paramedic, and so he's going to be working basically like the entire time that we are not away in our family vacations or away in London. So. I'm essentially solo parenting for the rest of the summer and my priorities this summer. So I wanted to just share that because I actually made a list of this and I'm checking it every single day to keep this top of mind. So my priorities this summer are number one, serving my clients. So checking in on Slack with them and making sure that I'm getting their questions answered, um, getting getting on my coaching calls with them, like serving my clients in Voxer, Telegram, whatever it is I, I currently work with them. Number two is getting my giveaway ready to go for the end of August. I am hosting a really, really incredible giveaway with incredible contributors, sorry, and I am so excited for this. And a lot of this kind of stuff is happening with my with my assistant. So she is doing a lot of the tech and the automation, the following up with people, but I'm doing the majority of the promotion, all, all the promotion really, and, and all the copy and all that kind of stuff. So that is that is my second priority of the summer. My third priority, um, and this is not necessarily in order of importance is content. Okay. So this podcast emails to my list and social media and social media posts are usually coming from this podcast or the emails. I'm actually taking some ideas from different like podcast episodes and repurposing them into social media posts. And it's a mix of that and some reels that are just trending sounds like nothing too crazy because I just need to focus on what's going to move the needle the most. And the longer form content can be repurposed into shorter form content. So I'm trying to focus on that. And last of all, I'm focusing on filling my spots for my momentum mastermind, the mix of different sales activities, which I may or may not share in future episodes. We have this momentum mastermind coming up for Q4, and the sooner people join, the more extended payment plan they can get. So cash flow wise, it's easier. And I really, really want people to get in as early as possible in order to be able to break up their payments in this way. So I am sending out personal invitations. I'm following up with people who have clicked on my links and putting out content that leads directly to this momentum mastermind, which is super meta because I just spoke about it. But I, you get the point. Um, the reason why I want to fill the spots also as quickly as I can is also for the sake of the people joining. We are having an in-person retreat in November. So I want to give my mastermind clients, which you already have two incredible women in there. I already want to give them the chance to make their arrangements for travel and figure out if they can actually come and and participate in our retreat. That is what I'm focusing on this for the rest of the summer for basically August and September because we do start in October. So let's talk about my daily schedule. Okay, so 8 to 10-ish is our lazy morning routine. All right, so lazy morning routine meaning, okay, maybe it's 7 to 10-ish because I'm waking up around 7, but I would say 
I get out of bed after we, we finish cuddling at around 8. And I, we have coffee. I have coffee and she has her, her chocolate milk. We do breakfast together. We do some breath work together, which is really, really cute. She does a little Cosmic Kids yoga. We do that together. It's about 10, 15 minutes long. And we tidy up. And everyone does their morning chore and tidies up their room. So just to make sure that we start the day off with a relatively clean slate. And I will usually throw in a load of laundry, things like that. So that's like our prepping for the day. Between 10 to 12-ish, any sort of errands that we need to do before it gets too hot. I do live in Israel. This is a desert country. If we need to get out, I'm going to try to get out as early as I can to get home by midday so that I don't have to be out between 12 and 2 because that is the hottest time of day. And when, when we can, we might do a morning swim in our pool if there aren't any errands. Now that we have this amazing pool, my kids will sometimes go in twice in a day and they just absolutely love it. 10 to 12, we might do a morning swim if we don't have anything to do outside of the house. Then 12 to 2-ish is indoor relaxing time, okay? It is not, they do not want children outside during this time. It is just way too hot. So the kids will do stuff like reading or coloring. I'll check into my clients in Slack and Voxer. And I might work on like what I, what I called earlier, the 50 tasks. So things like planning or outlining podcast episodes, outlining my emails, doing admin, things that it doesn't really matter if I get interrupted because it's not like, it's not a major crunch. It's not taking 100% of my mental focus. Then between two to four-ish, I will do intentional screen time. So I want them to do some sort of creative work, a creative activity before they have screen time because I feel like once once they start, it's like it just mushes their brain for the next few hours, even if they finish, uh, even if they only have an hour or two of screen time. I I want them to do creative stuff during 12, between 12 and 2, so that might be finger, finger paints or or coloring or whatever it is, any sort of projects that they're doing, if they want to bake something, things like that for my older kids. I just want to make sure that they get that out of the way so I feel like, okay, I did my duty as a good mommy. And, and they did something that required their brain, and now they can watch something. And I call this intentional screen time because I want to be able to work without being very interrupted. I'm not saying I don't get interrupted because there was the occasional complaint. Oh, he wants to watch this. I want to watch that. So I know that I might be interrupted, but this gives me a better shot at actually getting more focused work done. So I would say I do like 75 tasks, which is between a 15th and 100. I don't know if I can 100% focus because I know I might be interrupted. So it's hard for me to, it's hard for me to focus and I know I might be interrupted. So I will have one ear out for any sort of disputes or whatever. And then I will just get some like hard, hardcore work done. The only one thing I will not do is recording things unless I'm recording reviews for my clients because that I can always just cut things out. And if they hear me talking to my kids a little bit in the background, I literally, my entire brand is CEO mom. And so I'm sure they don't care. <laughs> okay. And if, you, if you're my client and you do, please let me know. But um, usually, like, they actually like that because it makes them feel like I get them and I totally understand what their life looks like because my life looks the same way. So four, that's between about two and four. It's like siesta time and, like I said, intentional screen time. And I say intentional because I don't like to do it, like, by default. I decide, okay, now is screen time. I'm not going to feel at all guilty about it. This is my kids are getting this relaxing time so I can get my work time in during the day. Then between 4 and 5.30-ish is outdoor time. So it's not so hot outside between 4 to 6. And this is when we might go to the park or they'll play in the garden or play with friends. If we do pool, we might switch these times around because it's really nice to be in the pool when it's hotter. So I might be like, okay, 2, two to 4, you'll do pool time. And 4 to 5.30-ish, you can do screen time. I, I prefer the screen time between 2 and 4 only because at that point between 4 to 5.30, I'm usually making dinner. So I can always just switch things around again. 
This is the summer. It's a very, very like loose and flexible schedule. Sometimes I might prep dinner in the morning if I use my Instant Pot. Sometimes I will just get takeout. Sometimes I'll do a quick 20-minute dinner so I, I can do it literally at 5.30 and then they can eat by 6. So it doesn't really matter. But again, this is just the basic idea of our schedule. This is not like a hard and fast rule. And things change because life with children is fluid and it's always, always, always getting thrown a curveball here and there. Then 5.30 or 6-ish to about 8-ish, we do dinner, bath, and bedtime. So I put my daughter and my two younger sons to bed. In the summer, I'll let them go to sleep a little later, so maybe 8.39-ish. But generally, like, I will have them in, in bed by 8-ish. My daughter, even, even earlier, honestly, like, she'll be in bed by 6.30 if she's really, really tired. If I see she's getting really just cranky and exhausted, I'll just literally just take her from straight from dinner, dump her straight in the bath, and she'll be in bed by 6.30, 6.45. My older boys, again, they kind of like to hang around, so I will leave them to it if they're not disturbing anyone. And in the summer, I work at night more than I do during the year. So 8.30 to 10 or 11 is my work time without interruption. This is time. This is the time that I do things like recording, which is what I'm doing right now, it is currently late at night. And I will check in on my clients one more time to answer any questions that may have come up in between, in between the last time I checked in on Slack and the end of the day. That is my daily schedule. Do you feel like you've built a business that actually isn't serving you in your current season? If you're feeling constrained by your offers, the clients you're serving, or your current schedule, I got you, mama. I'm opening up highly limited spots in my Q4 Momentum Mastermind to help you pivot your business in a direction that will be aligned with your current season. Whether that's adding on digital products, hiring team members, launching leveraged offers as a service provider, or building an automated funnel so your business can grow while you take time off, I want to be there for you and help you make that happen this year. We'll be working together to create a Q4 sales strategy using Black Friday that generates revenue, attracts higher ticket clients, and adds a leveraged stream of income to your business so you can take one or 10 steps closer to your goal of true time freedom as a mom. The Momentum Mastermind includes an in-person retreat in Florida in November that includes a personal mini branding photo shoot and plenty of masterminding and nourishment physically, emotionally, and mentally. And when you join now, you can get a special extended payment plan and access to the Mastermind group chat and all of my content right away so you can start creating momentum for Q4 now. Shoot me a message on Instagram with the word momentum or apply with the link in the show notes and let's chat about how you can turn your business from a job into joy along with a group of incredible mamas just like you. Now, back to the show. So I'm going to do another episode about ways to create a work-at-home mom schedule that works for you if you have kids home with you. But if there is only one thing you take away today, it's that adjusting your expectations is key. There are just some things I don't expect to get done when my kids are awake. And I know exactly what my most urgent priorities are this summer so I can focus on those and not on anything else. But every day, people are subscribing to my email list. People are checking out my offers. I'm having conversations with potential clients. So if one of your priorities is adding on a more leveraged income stream to your business, I'm going to be working with my clients and my Q4 Momentum Mastermind to use Black Friday as a way to accomplish three things. Number one is generate a cash injection without having to create any new products or fancy sales pages. Yay for that. Number two, generate leads for their higher ticket packages. And number three, create a leveraged income stream for their business so they can start to take more time off from their business and pivot their offer suite to fit their current life as it stands. And we're also going to be offering an all-inclusive retreat for my mastermind clients, a luxury Airbnb in Florida with learning, masterminding, relaxing, and a mini brand photo shoot for each person. The investment for this is bananas, and I will not be offering this level of support at this level of investment in 2024. 
So if you've been wanting to work with me more closely, this is your chance. Just shoot your application through and I'll reach out for next steps. Let me know how this helped you. And I would love to hear about your summer schedule. Thanks so much. And I'll see you next time. I can't thank you enough for listening to Raising Your Business. I hope that this episode has inspired you to take another step towards building a business and life that you love and growing your income in a way that works for you as a mom. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to read and review and let's connect on Instagram. Screenshot and share it on Instagram stories so we can get the word out to more mom business owners just like you. Tag me at Thea Albendahan and share your biggest breakthrough from today. See you next week.